0: The following is a CSPN Media Podcast presentation. Good
1: evening, Rick. Would you believe it's, it's Dr. Doom? What's on your head? And welcome to another exciting episode of the Click Nations Comic Book Chronicles. Yeah! I'm your host, Tim D-O-double-G. Yeah! Yeah! And I'm joined behind the man, joined... By the man behind the sound effects, at agent underscore 70 on Twitter.
2: What's up, everybody?
1: <gasps> we also have at RiderCat cat on Twitter here.
3: <clears throat> and, Zeke, y'all. <sighs> <clears throat> and last
1: but not least, c- join us for a second week in a row. At Devon on Twitter. Yeah! And remember, we are DClick Nation and go to our website declicknation.com where you can find previous episodes of the Comic Book Chronicles and Comic Book News. <laughs> on the homepage, we have links to our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google Plus, and also make sure to subscribe to the podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, on iTunes Radio as well. Yeah. Would I say iTunes Radio? Yeah. I meant TuneIn Radio. Yeah, we haven't done iTunes Radio yet. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I, was like <laughs> I, sat there, I was like, wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> And we are also a part of the CSPN media conglomerate of podcasts. Go to CSPN.us. Do it today. And while you're there, you can buy some Comic Book Chronicles merchandise by going to shop.cspn.us. And if you're talking comic books online, on social media, join the conversation by using the hashtags Comic Book Chronicles or CVKron. And we record live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch every... Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time's episode by going to declipnation.com forward slash live. Alrighty then. So there was a big book this week from DC Comics. That would be the... <laughs> that would be the Dark Knight's Metal number one from the Batman creative team of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And, oh, and I guess I mentioned uh, our other co-host, PCNN underscore Dirt, is not here tonight, obviously. He's Having some fun in St. Louis, I believe. Yep. Yeah, probably getting ready for the eclipse. Remember to go to his website as well, and that's com. I've remembered he's not here, so I need to get the covers going. So while I do that, show off with Dark Knight's Metal, where evils of the dark multiverse will be invading the, I guess, prime DC. Good way to describe it. The issue kicks things off right away with the Justice League, in the, or actually, it's War uh, Mongols War World, where they assemble Voltron. Yeah, I was going to ring the spoiler
2: bell when we got to that part, but you know, it's a little
3: late, and it's already been. It's kind of been up there.
2: <laughs> it's in the previews. I was going to say maybe I missed an issue. Like, when did they all of a sudden get captured and put into the arena? Uh, on on Warworld. When did this happen? Was this in one of
3: the preview issues I missed? It just starts like that.
1: Uh, yeah, they just throw okay. you in the middle of a event okay. Just happening.
3: checking. That just proves how much they care about. They, they think about uh Mongol. Like he's just the, the opening father.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's kind of a throwaway.
1: Yeah. So there was no no story you missed straight straight into the action.
3: Okay. All right. And so got you cover now. so Tim, you're kind of breaking
2: up. Yeah, you might want to check your yeah. connection. I'll do that. Someone else uh, get speaking. Yeah, I was gonna say. In the meantime, um, as uh, Tim Dog ninety eight was saying, um, you know, we find uh, the Justice League. Um, you know on war world in the and, and and basically uh hampered somewhat by uh by uh, uh armor that uh, mongol has seen fit to have fastened to them so that their capabilities are not uh, at their uh, peak so they're basically fighting at 50 uh, percent capacity roughly and yeah. um, they're uh, thrown into the pit and uh, toyman is uh, uh i guess a, a, a pawn of uh Mongol at this point, and Mongol, you know, asked him to uh you know set up a, a big challenge for the Justice League, and what ends up happening is spoiler alert again Toyman does his best to uh turn the tables on Mongol, and as uh, uh Tim mentioned earlier, the Justice League uh find their uh, find a way to form their own version of Voltron, uh including a shout out to uh the Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah. So you know that part i liked um this you know like the opening salvo of this issue was good um you know it was a lot of fun you know uh reading the homage uh to voltron and everything up to that point but once you know in my you know i guess in my um not nearly as uh you know in in my uh experience as a somewhat not um experienced uh, DC reader once we got past that and started delving into uh the nth Metal stuff that is the basis of the storyline i kind of lost interest it was kind of like a great opening uh action sequence but then we get to this point and um it's a lot of setup and i'm only somewhat interested in um how, how this uh how, how this uh story plays out but it's not a bad uh you know it's not a bad first issue for this
1: felt like they uh if you were a long-time reader of DC comments and DC stories of the past, you'd appreciate a lot of stuff they did. Go and actually jumped into the whole black Hawks and Ke- uh, what's the, what's hot girl's name? Shiera. Kendra. She yeah, Kendra. Yeah. Yeah, Kendra yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Cause I had no, I mean, I enjoyed it. Just, I just read it as someone who had no, not too much of a reference for the people like the, the black Hawks and the history with them. But, uh, I know we got like glimpses of is it elongated man that was in the shell? No, it was plastic. No, it was plastic, man. plastic man. Yeah, whichever one that is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I have one question though. How come Flash
0: referenced Aquaman's hook hand? I thought the hook hand was kind of like erased with the whole New Fifty Two rebirth crap. Thought it was. It's like when we were fighting it the robots. By the way. Flash, like I wish you still had your uh, hook yeah. hand, you were helpful at that time.
2: Hmm. I saw that. I kind of let it slide. It was. I thought it was just like a an Easter egg for some of the uh, old school readers. Okay. So I that I I sort of you know kind of dismissed it you know out of hand.
0: And the thing where they had Red Tornado and in, in the with the challenges of of the unknown and those other older teams is kind of interesting as well. on what role that has it play out later on in future issues. It so not just a element to
3: a first. Sorry, what was it? No, I'm sorry. No, this sounds like an episode of Justice League. Oh yeah, the unlimited right. The the good the good cartoon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Indeed. It definitely does. But I didn't realize that this was the uh I don't know. I guess I wish Dirt were here unless uh 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 our esteemed guest, uh, Dale or Van Gloom can uh enlighten. I'm not sure if this is the first appearance of Red Tornado and the Challengers of the Unknown and um uh, I guess those are the, the primary characters who were probably making their first uh, primary appearances. Is this their first prime? Is this their? Uh, uh, is this the first appearance for those characters here in this iteration of the DC universe?
0: I believe so because I, I haven't really seen him in, in in anything else besides Earth Two, where they had the female Red which which was Lois Lane. Uh, I haven't seen him.
1: Seen him. Oh at yeah, all. right in the Earth Two books. Okay. It's interesting that. we I was going to say, how did Marvel know about Hero anyway? The
0: new band. That's another weird thing I, I found weird that he even knew about the, the newest Toy
1: Man and not the original kid with the creepy doll mask Toy Man. Hmm. There's been a couple of toy, toy Man or Toy men in the New 52, right? Yeah. Kind of one was in the, the Batman the Superman. Yeah. yeah. He made that
0: giant mecha that was half Batman and Superman. Yeah. Brett Booth threw that, I feel like. I thought How it, was, uh, it was, that? I thought
2: that was like a a million years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah it was. It was.
2: That's pre New Fifty Two, right?
0: Yeah, it was. Okay. I think it was for what's name? Tim Tim Drake and Connor Kent as well.
2: Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um so what did you guys think of the uh the uh I guess the uh the climax of this book, which was the uh the I guess the the, the quest that Batman is on to uh, investigate what's up with this nth metal and then the uh the cliffhanger splash page at the end. What do you guys think of that? Hadn't... I hadn't
1: read the book. The person <laughs> has come from, so I didn't have no idea who that person was. Oh,
0: uh, Morpheus. He's from Vertigo. He's Sandman. Yeah. I rang the spoiler bell, people. You
2: can't, you can't argue with me now on this
0: one. <laughs> well, we didn't already spoiled it for everybody, anyway. So yeah, but you know, there's people. you know, there's people out there that
2: don't know. So uh, yeah, that you know, that didn't have much of an effect on me. Uh, similar to uh, Tim Dog's perspective. So.
1: But yeah, what did y'all think about it?
0: Eh, yeah, it didn't really have any impact, so it wasn't really a vertical reader when I was younger, so it didn't really matter to me. Yeah.
1: Alright, so
2: I that's, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if Roddy read it, so I'd love yeah. to get Dirt's take dirt on this. Yep.
1: we have to ask him oh, about it next week.
3: Yep. Yeah. If you're curious as to how um, that Sandman character got into Dark Metal Knights, there's an article out there from Sci-Fi and probably other places about it, and if you're checking out the show notes, which I f- totally forgot to... Well, no, it's, it's in the it's in tweet that I put out, but that's not going to help anybody later on. <laughs> All right. So, that's Dark Knight's Metal, number one. Do you want to follow up with the uh, kind of the other
2: big uh, DC book out this week? We can. All right. So, I'm referring to Batman 29. I don't know <laughs> if uh, anyone else thought the same. my uh, Trinity. I said the other big book. Oh, no! <laughs> oh. Ouch. Fields. Listen, fields. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's see. I know, uh, I know that, uh, uh at one point, three quarters of the uh, the normal panel was big, in the, uh, big on the uh, Trinity book, so you know,
3: uh, that's true. You know, Batman 29.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hit the spoiler bell because I'm gonna get into some spoilerific stuff here. One moment. So to a certain extent, the cover actually does a pretty adequate job of at least establishing what the premise of this issue is, which is uh, the two factions in the war of jokes and riddles facing off. But what it doesn't portray is the actual uh, battlefield or playing field that they would be on. What it turns out is... um, Alfred has done his level best to create uh how many course dinner is it eight or nine something like that it's like a a, a multiple course dinner over which the two sides will try to uh, hash things out with the aid of uh Batman I mean uh Bruce Wayne trying to uh establish um grounds for either a peace accord or uh some you know gathering intel for uh his alter ego Batman to uh, try to neutralize one side or the other so that uh, the war uh, can end. And um, you know, like a lot of business it's done over food and that's, you know, that was pretty interesting.
1: Definitely a creative way of bringing two sides together with, and not have it be Batman in the middle, but Bruce Wayne. Sure. And him being able to keep both sides from tearing each other apart. The thing I find out is, why would anybody work for the Joker anyways? He's he's a wild card. You can't really trust
0: a dude. He's the ultimate horrible boss.
1: Can't trust it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: That's funny. But it's always interesting to see, you know, the lines that get drawn and who's on whose side. Because, you know, you look at, at least in the, um, the opening splash page, that establishes who's sitting uh, where in this dining room. You know, you have... Yeah. Mr. Freeze and the Penguin on the Joker side, and you have Two Face and Poison Ivy and Killer Croc on the Riddler side. So, you know, it's an interesting. When how much
1: thought, Ray? When how much went into deciding who's going to be on whose side? Kind of like what
2: uh, Von Gloom was saying. There's got to be some reasoning behind it, you know, in terms of uh, who would actually side with uh, the craziest guy, you know? Yeah, who's the, the craziest, craziest guy. guy? Yeah,
0: the, the ju- 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 But I guess Deathstroke is immortal, so he doesn't have to worry about being betrayed by the Joker. But everybody else, they kind of have to worry about him. Yeah.
2: I kind of like the first knock-knock joke. Knock-knock, who's there? Europe. Europe who? (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. It's juvenile. up. so funny. And then Batman, and then at the end, we find out Bruce or Batman staged this whole thing, this dinner to sort of – fill out both sides and see who had the better chance of actually winning the, the battle of jokes and riddles and support
3: to that person. Yeah. And like it's some there. sort of contest of champions? Yeah.
2: Kind of. You know, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of this issue, we are not, uh, we are not given um, Batman's final decision. That's left for the next issue.
1: And we also don't get a look at present day Bruce and Selina Kyle. That's true. Like we had previous issues. I thought there was something with our preview copy. I did, too. <laughs> now, like, oh, wait, what? Exactly. I'm like, scroll, scroll, wait, there's no more. What's going
2: on? I, you so know, I, I didn't have a chance there was, but... Yeah. Like, did you get your physical copy this week?
1: I haven't gotten physical copies of anything in a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually need to email them up about that. I keep going back and forth. Like, since I moved, I know it has to do with my address changing, but I gave them my new address. But, like, part of me, like, is, like, kind of glad I'm not getting the physical stuff as far as storage space. Yeah. Cool. Did it so completely too. I, I mean, that's kind of the way I'm going. <laughs> I will admit, part of me wanted to get a physical, uh, hold a, a copy of Mister Miracle a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sweet,
2: and it sold out all around New York.
1: So yeah, I heard that. So I was like, oh, I need to go see if I can find a copy.
3: I said, wait, that was last week. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, last week. But uh, Batman. So it was a quiet issue, but still a lot of tension of this dinner, and I guess. Tom King got to flex his muscles and show what a seven-course meal looks like. Right. Or nine-course. Yeah. It was a nice, you know, it was a nice
2: uh, interlude, you know, with the, you know, but still, uh, you know, uh, displaying all of the uh, the major players, you know, without, uh, you know, having it be a Kite Man uh, issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right.
0: The question I have, like, would would Batman even side with the Joker, considering their history... Joker killed uh, Jason Todd and crippled Barbara Gordon and tortured her and all the crap he's
1: done in the past. Why would Batman even throw his his allegiance with him anyway? But part, this is this probably takes place before he kills Jason Todd because well, that far back? Oh. This is after year one or zero? No zero year. I mean when he just oh, became. Some people look like they were in the recent opinion, like the recent iterations. That's why I was
0: kind of thrown off. I'm not really sure where it takes place time wise wise. The way that this is of the characters looked.
2: This one of those, it's best that we don't think about when this took place. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I've lost track of when things are happening in the DC universe. I'm not as uh, in tune with it. So, you know, I, I, I side with uh, Tim on this one that, you know, because this is told in flashback, I think it's implied that it's been an, at least a year or two in the, in the past. So who knows where all those events fall.
0: Oh yeah, with the whole new fifty-two and it, he'll, him only being Batman for five years and all right. that. Come. Right, right, right.
2: So
1: they realized that was a mistake.
2: Yeah, because it compresses way too much history. <laughs> so
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like they could have had him be like a twenty-something-year-old Batman, and you know, he could have had like ten years of uh, adventures already. So,
0: so that means he would be thirty, and and Dick uh, Grace would have been like twenty or something.
2: Then I guess no. I mean, when he first started, no. But when he, I, I guess what. The, the, the timeline that is always going to be kind of the eternal timeline for me is the animated series timeline. Where oh, Bruce, that
0: was good. That was great. Right,
2: where Bruce is kind of like in his mid to late 20s when he first meets Dick Grayson when he's a teen.
0: Yeah. You
2: no, know, when he's like an early teen or, or preteen, kind of like 13, 14, something like that. So that yeah. doesn't make the age gap as as drastic, you know? Well, it was kind of Bruce-
0: creepy when he hooked up with Barbara, Barbara Gordon later on. It kind of seems a little bit
2: well, cringy. Yeah, like I said, it's... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But uh, I, I tend to stick with that particular timeline that has, um, uh, what you call it? Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon roughly the same age. So, you know, roughly. I think she's a little older um, from the in the animated series. But uh, you seem like that maybe a year or two older than Dick. Yeah, something like that. So, all right. Uh, anyone else have any other DC stuff? I know that Roddy Cat was talking about Trinity.
0: Let's hear Here. it. That one? Sure.
2: I think I read it too. Be underwater
3: about it. it. Was it the demon stuff? Uh, How's that? Better. Cool. So yes, this is basically kind of coming off of the annual, um, because so here's this is what I have in my notes. Um, One trinity calls another trinity because they were attacked by another possessed trinity, and one of the possessed um, really has already headed out for one of the trinity. Okay. That just so. clears up everything. No, ah, so
0: ma- about the dark trinity, which is Jason Todd, Bizarro, and uh, I think Artemis. Artemis. And he mm-hmm. possessed Jason Todd, but Jason Todd lot of possession because he wants to kill Bruce
3: Wayne for some reason. He wants to kill Batman. Well, I guess he's still because he's still kind of holding a grudge, kind of, even though supposedly he had kind of gotten over that in recent last couple of years. Yeah, the whole
0: being beaten by a crowbar, his mom's a crackhead or something, sold him out and all that stuff.
3: Mm hmm. So yeah, so basically, what happens is Cersei and uh, Cersei and Raza or Rachel Gold, whichever you choose, we're not gonna split hairs on that one. But um, sent out sent out uh, to possess uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws to go after the Trinity, and uh, this takes place after just that. Like I said, death takes place after Trinity Annual because they mention a couple of things that happen in said annual with, when when uh, Jason Blood tried to. T- tried to um lead the teeth to some some Pandora pits and um that whole thing went sideways but th- it ended. So uh we pretty much cutting after something that was done off screen. Um the, the well actually this shows up later on in the in the um in the issue I should say where is it, Redhead and the Outlaws was following the tip. They they find uh, Cersei and, and Russell Gull uh, who end up possessing them by said Lazarus pits and um Send them after the, the the Trinity. The Trinity fight them at some point. Capture Red Hood uh, and have him capture and then call for Constantine, Zatanna, and Deadman to try to help them out with this. Um, Zatanna and Deadman end up being captured, swallowed actually by a possessed Red Hood, uh, and which leaves Constantine to try to um, to try to save today. And Constantine B is Constantine always, and he's hesitant and you know. As he as he tends to do, ends up helping, and then the rest of the uh, the outlaws come, the possessed outlaws come and fight the Trinity, freeing Red Hood, and then Red Hood goes after Batman, and that's pretty much where. Um, after after the after our Trinity ends up uh, enacting their plan, <laughs> as we as we get a uh, a message from one dirt. Um, <laughs> But it was a. I, it's, just, it's worth pointing out that Mandipul did not do this issue, um, nor art, nor story. So this ends and this starts another arc. But it's still, the art was still clean, and the, like I said, I'm still enjoying the story. So,
0: yeah, I kind of miss Mandipul's artwork, hmm? artwork on Trinity. I kind of miss Mandipul's artwork on Trinity. Like my my biggest draw to even read it in the first place.
3: Yeah, awesome. No, he's going to be back though, isn't he? I mean, he's, I think he's just taking a break. He did oh, the last is? arc, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been up. He's been on it since until this one. Okay. So, like I said, I don't know if this is just an arc where he's just taking a break, or was you know. this Rob Williams' first issue? Uh yes. Okay. Is
1: he man? Because he got Suicide Squad. He jumped down here. He's taken over Action Comics for a bit, I think, too. So, yeah.
3: Was that everything for Trinity? Yep, yeah, that's it. Three Trinities. No waiting. Hold on. Oh, stop it. This is probably <laughs> the best DC book out there.
0: No, I'll say that, especially that's Nightwing. I enjoy that book
1: more than anything else. I
3: absolutely. I was being Man, it I get don't caught up on that so
1: bad. DC books. You were saying, Tim? I need to get caught up on Nightwing so bad. I hear it's good. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's like three or four, good. Four. It's like three or four DC books I need to get caught up on Nightwing, Detective Comics, um, Green Arrow, and Suicide no, Squad. No, no. Definitely. Oh, and Deathstroke. Oh yeah, that's yeah surprisingly good. It's Christopher Priest, right? Who's writing it? Yeah. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I've got another DC book. As I race to get the cover going, Sons number seven. This is again. This is where we need a uh, someone with the DC knowledge to help me out with the villains here. The villain here. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a villain from the past. Yeah, one of those old school ones, like maybe even Kirby. Kirby, the Faceless Hunter guy, Faceless Hunter guy, and uh. I can't remember the other three, but they're old, they're old villains though, but not anybody created in the last twenty years. Yeah, you seem you were more familiar with them, so but last issue, the one person that can do mess with time ended up aging Robin into an old man, which makes for some uh comedy as
3: Yeah, the bathroom scene. Yeah, if he has bathroom old man bathroom problems. Oh no.
1: That just and,
2: sounds
3: like another book, Old Man Robin. <laughs> and then from there, the team, the Titans assemble
1: to go take on the bad guys, and we get this. Uh, of course, pre, uh, pre Robin being aged, he wouldn't let Super uh, uh, Superboy join because he wasn't officially a teenager. He's too young. But is he like only twelve they, though? Yeah, something like that. But since they need all the help they can get, they let Superboy tag along. And actually, he actually worked well with the team. Him and yeah, Starfire made a good team, taking on the bad guys. They get Superboy aged back to his proper self, and but yeah, so all th- you know, all things come to an end. They still, he still won't let Superboy join because he's a teen, and a new threat entered like through a portal or something. At the end, yeah. So we oh about the while they were arguing about the, the defeat of what I love about this book is one Jorge Jimenez's art with uh, the colorist. I'm assuming his name, the name is De Sanchez on the Sanchez, cover, and Tomasi's, uh writing. Like they're the per- uh, Superboy and Robin are the perfect like duo, comedic duo, just because of how deadpan Robin is. They're kind of fathers in a way, you know, Compared dad. to to Superboy, and Jimenez has his way of like drawing these facial expressions for both of them that. Are great. Yeah, it's definitely
2: uh, manga influenced and anime influenced, but it's still, yeah. you know, it's still uh, recognizably, you know, like a superhero style. So it's it's a it's a nice little uh, style for uh, the young. You know, forget Teen Titans. Like, like these are like you know prepubescent Titans. So you know this is uh, you know we're talking about like really young characters, and the style really is really fits them well.
1: Yep. Yep. This certain series I'm going to enjoy less much like the creative teams a.k.a. the artists, like, cy- start cycling through. Sure. Super Sons will be one. Uh, Defenders with Dave Marquez will be another. Be sad days for me. <laughs> so this is probably my click of the week, by the way. What? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Did anybody read uh, that Justice League 27 book? No, I did that. not get to it. I downloaded it to my iPad earlier today, but didn't get to read it.
0: Well, the, the interesting thing is it kind of implied that Cyborg son... Son's mother is a mother box. Cyborg has a son. Yeah, the the, the kid from the future <laughs> came back, so he has a son named Cube.
2: I'm like, wait a second, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. and that Rubik. I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> so 1990s. Oh, okay, yeah, I was about to stop.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing, like, I I'm guessing the mother box somehow pr- like took some of his DNA, and made a baby out of it, or I'm assuming that's, that's how <laughs> it happened.
2: That's taking out of wedlock to an extreme. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man.
0: And the reveal that, um, that Superboy kid is, is actually one of the women's sons, and Clark has adopted him. He's not a son at all, but he just raised him.
1: Oh, so he's not uh, Kryptonian, half Kryptonian.
0: No, he's one of the women's kids. The father's still unknown. Diana yeah. abandoned him because he's, he's, he's a boy, not a girl, cause you know the whole Amazonian thing? So she left him at oh. Clark's doorstep, and Clark raised him. He
1: pretty much had t- tag on with Damien and, and uh, John when he's growing up. Oh, so they do reference Dam- Damien and John? Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to read this then. In future, Aquaman
0: comes and kicks Batman's butt badly. It was even like, wasn't even. <laughs> it was just pathetic, the way Batman got beat up so badly by Aquaman. Hmm. I mean, now we know who in the fight? Aquaman.
1: What about what's the deal with the two Green Lanterns? Did they reveal that?
0: Oh, they're, they're twins, and somehow they inherited a whole, the whole emotion spectrum. So when they're sad, they. they they become yellow. When they're angry, they become red. When they have willpower, they become green. So, like, the whole spectrum is theirs to control. Mm.
3: There's a Wonder Twins joke in there somewhere, but I'm gonna leave that one alone. Ah. And Cruz was named after Barry's mother. So her
0: name is Nora Allen. Alright. Oh, so she's not, um, wait. Yeah, so all three kids are, 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 are Flash and Jessica Cruz's kids. The thing, Nora's the oldest, the, 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 the speedster is the oldest, and the other two are the youngest. What other two? The twins? Yeah, the twins. They're, they're like the youngest kids.
3: Oh. And Mira hey, uh,
0: respects her daughter. What was that?
3: I was about to say, whatever happened to Barry's actual kids? Did they get written out at some point?
0: Yeah, they did. So there's no impulse right now. Right. Or uh, Accelerate, that chick from the Legion of Superheroes, his. his uh, I think she was black. Which is she was a speedster. Oh, right. Barge cousin, so I think all those kids are out of existence now, thanks to New Fifty Two and other stuff. It's kind of weird because if if the if the white if the white uh, Wally is around, that means there's a chance that somehow his kids could still come back or be in existence. I'm guessing, possibly. I don't know.
3: This whole thing's weird. Any more DC? Anybody? Um, be- before before we before we get off that, in uh, from the chat. Um, one Martian cat. Hello, cat says asks if uh, Suicide Squad worth the read, and she was wondering about that. It so is, and in. yeah, it it it's, it's okay. enjoyable. It's decent, very good. And Doug chimes in in the chat says, "Uh, wasn't great, but there's much worse out there. If you're a fan of any of the characters, give it a shot. But uh, if you want to read some random DC, try Aquaman or Red Hood. So oh yeah, Doug Red Hood Outlaws. Cool. I do like that, though. I'm on like an yeah. issue with him, and, um, and
1: Aquaman is pretty good too. Aquaman. I want to get back on Aquaman since they changed artists." Yeah, that guy whose name I can't pronounce is pretty good. What's his name? Yeah. Stefani, whatever. I don't know what his name is, but he's a good artist. Not even attempting to pronounce it.
3: <laughs> Alright. Okay, now we can move right along. And I'm done oh, wait! For... You know what? I do actually have a I do have another DC. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> but I could have I also could have saved this for uh Reptifier, though. Um which you know what? I will. Don't yeah, you could not you want. Alright.
2: Yeah, Alright. So we move on to the other uh publisher in the big two. Did anyone read uh, any of the Generations books out this week specifically? Well, I think there's only one. Generations Wolverine? Yeah, Wolverine. Definitely. I read Anybody that. Anybody
0: else? Wolverine book with, with ninjas.
2: I liked it. I liked it because it made a lot of, I hate to say this, common sense, and that's lacking in the real world and in the comic world. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like It was just kind of like, you know what, this is exactly what would happen if there was a little bit of a time jump and all of a sudden... You know, and I'm only going to mildly spoil this, ring the bell anyway. But this is exactly what would happen if future semi-daughter of Wolverine goes back in time to meet, you know, a Wolverine who, based on the the in-jokes and the Easter eggs in this, is probably, you know, maybe, what, somewhere in the late 80s in this?
0: Yeah, it seems like it
2: because of you know because of the references that uh, that were made in the issue so if you think about it he's talking about his uh his adopted daughter uh, Akiko and uh, you know and and Mariko still alive and um what was kind of disturbing to me was that you know it was kind of a pretty it was kind of a a fatal a fatalistic Wolverine in this and I know I don't ever remember reading a Wolverine that was that fatalistic like who thought he was getting ready to bite the big one
0: and- no, but was
1: he was it like that like during his whole, like, his whole Patch run? Very Oatman Logan-ish. Or Logan well, from the movie. Back. I mean, what, what, what Ron Gloom is referencing
2: is, you know, like, you know like when, uh, when he's talking about Patch, we're talking about, like, Wolverine number one, you know? Like, going all the way back to the inception of the Patch uh, alter ego, you know? Right, when he first started going to Magipor. Right, when like he first started going to Magipor.
0: Maybe. He was oppressed and kind a suicidal during that time. So it was, like, right after his, his wife died and stuff. No, kind of
2: before, well, well, no, we're talking about Mariko? No. Was he passed after she died, or was it before oh, she died? Well, well, well before. Well before. Um, he might have been down and out because uh, she broke the wedding off, but that was still you know, earlier than this, I think. Oh, you
0: okay. So, yeah, my timeline is confused.
2: No, it's fine, because uh, uh, she gets killed. No no real spoilers here. She gets killed um, by poison, by blowfish toxin. I can't believe I remember this. By yeah, by... and
0: asked, she asks him to release her, right?
2: Correct. And that was well into that Wolverine uh, solo series run. That was like a good fifty, sixty, seventy issues in.
0: It was because I, I thought he okay. So that's when Rogue first joined. He kind of hated her gut still. No,
2: no, no. That time. No, I was about to say we got no. Mariko's alive for a long time after that. So okay. Yep. Yeah, so, but you know, you and know yeah, I was about to say. So, like, getting back to this issue, um, you know, you can kind of sense when this uh, particular um interaction would happen as a result of the vanishing and what i liked about this is that you know like i was saying earlier you know it it was kind of just a common sense interaction between these two characters and everything from the beginning to the end just made sense when you think about um how these characters would interact given the circumstances and one of the things that i liked, and i'm trying to pull up the issue forgive me folks for uh for not having my physical copies this week i didn't have a chance to go to the shop but one thing that uh, Wolverine says to uh, Laura is that um, you know she she's hesitant to uh, to uh, cause any effects uh, any ill effects to the time stream as a uh, as a result of the butterfly effect. So uh, what what Wolverine basically says is, "Hey, if you're who I think you are, then dealing with grief through anger runs in the family." I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You know him coming. You know him him coming back with that. That's you know that's the Wolverine that I grew up reading you know even though he was you know Berserker Barrage X guy that's still you know he was still kind of like that conflicted you know uh samurai ro- warrior you know the, the the typical ronin so you know it, that you know that made a lot of sense to me the way this issue read just made sense to me so I really appreciated it it was one of the better generations books
0: and i like the fact that Laura called him dad cuz like she pretty much is his daughter it's his dna combined with the, that lapis, that lab that lab lab scientist dna so it's pretty much his daughter, not, not his clone. It's his daughter. Pretty much, I've got the whole partial clone thing. If if the student's gene to fertilize an egg, that's that's his kid. So I'm glad that she called him dad.
2: Right, and they had been working towards that before he died. You know, before they encased him in adamantium, and you know, I guess this is just some more unresolved, you know, unresolved issues as a result. So, um, and it's also a jumping-off point into, I guess, the uh, the 25th issue of All New Wolverine. Which is what they uh, tease at the end of the issue.
0: But the funny thing, didn't, it, didn't the last issue Wolverine end with her little sister becoming a brood queen or something? I don't know. I don't keep up with it. Okay. I don't know. There's also a at the very end, like in the, in the preview cover. But the last thing that happened was like, the brood are, are, are on Earth, the guardians are helping her, helping her fight them. And she's going to affect her little sister, whatever the girl's name is, with the two claws, got infected with the brood queen embryo. So now she's like the new brood queen.
2: Which is odd because I thought those little clones had the healing factor too, and they would. Really- yeah, it, th- it threw me off as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll have to go back now. You're now you're uh, piquing my interest and uh, making me go back. I just wanted to, you know, it's funny that uh, just real quick before we move on, Roddy Cat was uh, uh, was uh, mentioning earlier that you know there's a couple of ways to pronounce a Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul depending on what era you grew up in and where you're getting your source material. We've actually been told that it's pronounced Dokken by by the people over at Marvel. I think that was Dokken. Uh, Yep, hmm. not kidding. Like uh uh whatchamacallit? Like um uh there's a rock group or something that sounds like that. So yeah, it's yeah, it's actually That's what it was. So
1: And would well, will be appearing in the Marvel Legacy I like guess, story arc, whenever it begins. Yeah, they're gonna team they're gonna work together some like some other Wolverine hybrid oh, yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. come after the two of them. But the thing the thing I'm wondering about, how did docking get back his his arm? Wasn't it
0: Cut off on the Wolverines miniseries and and Sinister took away factor. You,
3: you know got around him?
1: Blame or just blame Secret Empire or Secret Wars? Wars? Oh yeah, undid everything. Yeah, and that's how well
0: anything you brought back into now. life. Yeah.
3: All right. That's like your chicken from Duncan.
2: <laughs> okay. Who's got another Marvel <laughs> book here? Oh, Anybody man, read Spider Man Two? I mean Spider Man Two. Yes. Yes. So what do you guys think of the you morals. Anyone else read it before we go on? No. Okay. No. So I guess what we'll try to do is not spoil it too heavily. Um, although, to be honest, um, to be honest, not much happens in this issue.
1: Typical you know, so this book. go bad. figure. It, it is a absolutely doesn't go anywhere. It is absolutely. a single, uh, single issue. issue. Right. <laughs> right.
2: It is so Bendis. So you know what what Ron Gloom was getting what, what was kind of referring to really only happens at the end of the issue. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of uh, what we're supposed to think of uh, the six one six miles, what we have to kind of trudge through to get there is um, the ultimate taskmaster, uh, you know kind of laying waste to a uh, spider man uh, squared. and you know when we when we finally finish this particular uh, dust up, uh, you know that we're left with the the two Spideys you know cleaning up after themselves. And just kind of twiddling their thumbs, you know, Miles, you know, tries to get it on with uh, some chick. And we run into uh, um, a former classmate of uh, Peter Parker's who was running a private detective agency. (laughs) Right? Um, Yeah. Nice. And, uh, you know, (laughs) there's a couple of nice scenes. Those are arguably the best scenes in this issue is dealing with uh, uh, Peter's former classmate. And we finally end up with a, uh, a minor uh, cameo appearance basically of the six one six miles towards the end of the issue as he's figuring out that there's uh someone else who's got the spider powers um uh you know that that's uh, kind of uh, getting in his uh getting in his way and um that's where we leave off and to- address uh von gloom's question, what do we think of him I don't have much to base an answer on so you know, I'll have to wait till at least issue number three, hopefully to have uh, a basis to form an opinion.
0: See how it's a this book, you might wait to, to, to the very end to form an, an opinion That's about exactly, it. Exactly.
2: Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So real Another point, quick, quick Oh no, good. Um before I forget what I was gonna say. Well, the only the, the 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 one thing that I thought of when I was reading this is considering that Peter Parker's high school class produced um, Agent Venom Oh, I got a, oh, I got an echo. I hear an echo. Uh, produce Agent Venom, uh, a particular private investigator that we're talking about here, uh, Spider Man, of course, and now um, Cindy Moon. I was wondering if Cindy Moon has yet to interact with one private investigator that we're referencing here. That would be a good uh, that would be a good uh, interaction, though. You yeah, know, that'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, right? like has that happened yet? Anybody? Bueller?
0: I don't think so, because Cindy's pretty much been in. Actually, the only thing she, only person she spoke to was a
2: Mockingbird and uh, Black Cat. Right, right, and the Spider Verse, right, and the Spider Verse. Yeah, okay, he's yeah, like the Spider Shout women to, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Dakota North. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Right. I was, I was, I was uh, referring that. I was uh, including her in the Spider Women crossover. You know, it's her, Jessica Drew. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Like, I wonder if, because that would be a prime crossover right there. You know, having uh, you know these two female characters from Peter Parker's past who aren't Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane Watson, right?
0: You know, isn't
2: Moon supposed to be like
0: his destined Spider-Verse mate or something right, if they right, hook right. up the right. ultimate baby? It's like anytime they get around
3: each other, their hormones kind of...
2: Right, their pheromones are acting yeah.
3: Like yeah. So, Yeah.
2: But, uh, but yeah, like like I said, it's interesting to, you know, like once I was reminded of uh, the, uh, Peter and this particular private investigator's uh, common background, I was like, wait, you know, there's
3: still another character from that, you know, high school class. And I keep forgetting that was actually in this universe, because I thought that was the ultimate universe where that was the case. But they not no, other in Ultimate, Jessica
0: Jessica was, was his clone, right? In Ultimate that? One, was like his clone? I, I oh. don't even remember. Cindy? Well, Jessica, no. Jessica no. Drew wasn't she the clone in Ultimate?
2: Ultimate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the red in the the red in the white costume. Yeah, she was a clone. And I totally
3: forgot. I don't know why we're not even saying this 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 character's name. But I'll spoil was, it. I'll spoil I'll spoil I didn't it. I don't want to completely I mean, spoil a, because a, I know it's it. not really a spoiler. It's it's freaking benders. How how many times has he used this character in? in, in <laughs> I'll let Jessica Drew. Off. She didn't even let me ring the bell.
1: Eh, whatever. Just, it's not Jessica Drew. Book. Jessica Jones.
3: Ah, Dude, I, I,
2: I was going to let it go. All right. Anyway. She
1: says, shows says up in Spider Man 2. Yeah, see, look at yeah. what
3: you guys did. <laughs> Again, oh, I it's a Bendis book. What is? To me? Come no. on. It's not like it's that big of a.
1: <laughs> Miles showed up in Defenders last week. so That's true. Yeah, you're right.
3: Which yeah. I, I finally read
1: every weekend. Do.
0: If if the Oz serum makes people immortal, is is Miles immortal too? Just remember, remember, Green Goblin can't die. The ultimate One couldn't die. Ultimate Peter Parker came back to life as well. So is is Miles immortal as well? Ooh, good question. I don't know. Yeah, it but... implied that that everybody who has Oz in them can't die permanently. That's since you she got the same spider. I wonder if he's immortal
2: as well.
3: Y'all got to make me read this, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh, well, President Bartlett's let it—you know—what's the next? There you go. How about X Men Blue? There we go. anybody read that? I'm out on that.
3: Yet.
0: Uh, pretty much havoc, and and Polaris have their ex lovers spat. Emma's still nuts. She tries to she tries to make young Scott into her old Scott. Jean Grey frees them, and they go home to Magneto and and Polaris and their Briar lady the new teachers. And Cap's angry at Magneto because of the X Men interfering his plans. Then we find out that Sinister and Miss Sinister that is and Bastion played a role in new Tien or Tien, whatever you, whatever you call it, the Mutant Homeland. They have their have vested interest interest in, in that whole thing going on.
1: Actually sounds kinda interesting.
0: Yeah. Is a bun is a bun writing it right now? Colin yes. Bun. No, is yeah, it, yeah it,
1: actually yeah, he does blue. Yeah, it's interesting. He's just big fan. into it. Okay. See if I can get caught up on that over the weekend. it's worth the read. Yeah, I'm up to date. I just haven't read that issue yet. Anybody read Totally Austin awesome Hulk?
2: No, I'm actually kind of waiting for the storyline to end. I hate to say it.
0: It's I like I'm in the Dragon. He came out of Doomsday because he's gray skinned and he oh. has spikes coming
3: out of his body. Oh, okay. The Hulk I mean, Ring guy. This would probably be the, the one to get because this is in the, 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 the last movie? issue. Yeah, the final issue. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll circle
1: back and read it. We'll see. I did a binge of the first. What? How many parts was this? Wasn't it like 9 or 10? It felt really long. Let's see. Oh, it just says conclusion. Boo. Uh, huh. to cover to see. Because they had those two separate issues, like I read... the
0: Alpha and the Omega one. Then they had like like four Weapon X issues or four Ultimate issues. So it was like, why 10 issues? I mean the Ultimate, four Hulk issues, about 10 altogether, I, I guess.
1: A couple of weekends ago, I binged like uh, two or three parts of it. The first like three parts. So now I have to finish whatever the remaining ones. All right. Are we in Rapid Fire? Yes. Uh, rapid fire. I will announce Rapid Fire. There we go. Well, Iron Man number 10. Okay. Number 10. So, last issue, Riri defeated the uh, Lucia Von Barda's character who had taken over Latveria. So, since he defeated her, she is now... Riri, a.k.a. Ironheart, is the new ruler of Latveria. So she gets paid a visit by S.H.I.E.L.D. and Sharon Carter, where we get the recap of, you know, how she became the new ruler. And in her short time as the person in charge, she's gone about feeding people and trying to help the sick and needy, and she wants to continue helping them. But she realizes she's in no um, state to lead a country as a College aged young teen. I thought she was 15. That's right. Yes. Yeah, she's, yeah, but she's in college. Okay. I was like, I feel like she's young, but in well, college. she was, but she dropped out. Yeah. So a teenage girl that happens to be in
3: college because of her intellect.
0: Yeah. She, Isn't she the same age as Nadia Hank Penn's daughter? Or something like that?
3: you are the same, I don't, know the same I don't know if they're the same age. I'm not sure. You got me. But, um, uh, Daisy Johnson and
1: some shield agents. Visit her mother in Chicago while this is going on, and they're like they start asking her like, did, was she aware her daughter was gonna overthrow a country, and is their home, is their home now, uh, like, let vary an embassy? So this
0: was his family episode with,
1: with Pretoria now.
0: What was that? The family episode with, with Pretoria, where Peter had his own homeland, he turned his house into a foreign country, <laughs> and he took over uh, Joe Swanson's pool.
2: That may be a first on the Comic Chronicles uh Family Guy reference. <laughs> that may be a first in four years of running the show, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's not just like your Pretoria.
1: So this cover is kinda of deceiving because it shows like Riri tangled up with or because tangled up because of AI Tony Stark. So we don't really get that until like the final page where like she she's back home in Chicago talking to her mom in her garage, like we filling her in on everything that's happened. And they, like, go away. Like, they go, they walk away out the garage and leave AI Tony Stark there. And he's kind of, like, looking kind of devious. So, not sure what's going on there, but we'll find out next issue probably. And hey, quick question. How is
0: this AI Tony Stark different from the one who's in, who's in Secret War right now? Is, is, this, is it the same program or is it slightly
1: different? Secret Empire? Is it, the AI it's, supposed is... be, it's supposed to be the same. He's living in a old suit of armor. okay. Yeah, and I'm sure Agent 70 probably read this next one. My last book, I think, is Mighty Thor number 22. Yes, yes, yes. We can tag team this rapid fire. Good. So uh, Jane Foster Thor and Dwarf Thor are in Muspelheim. Muspelheim. Muspelheim to take on yeah. the, the fire creatures. Yep. Or oh, the Cinder Queen. Surtur's daughter. It's a Surtur's daughter, the Cinder, the daughter. So, uh, Cinder has a nice little origin tale at the beginning where she talks about how she was, or her and her kin were starved for 13 days and then offered a pile of food or like screaming souls to uh, torture or something like that. So, of course, she took the the souls, and that's why she's now the ruler of Musselpine after Cinder's death, which they gave an issue number of when I guess Cinder was defeated, but I don't even remember that happening. Well, according to
2: this, it was Surtur being assassinated. According to Cinder, um, I have to go back and look at look at that. That might it gave, be during, is it like
1: 2011 or that,
2: something. That might have been during just
1: uh, Straczynski's run.
2: Okay, I you know that's relatively recent. That's like Fear itself area 2000. Okay, that's that's before I started Force reading
1: Thor? again. So was that, was that was that Force Thor? Like when Thor had the older Force no, in I'm him after. I think this is after. It was after?
2: This oh. is well after. I think this might have been during when they were trying to. Uh, Find all the uh, the, the Asgardians who scattered on Earth. Oh, Asgard... it's
0: around the same time. Yeah, it's like around Odin, like when when Thor
1: be... Like I think Odin's wanted, wanted to stay dead, so Thor uh, kept that one more for him. That's around the time when Asgard was in Oklahoma or above. Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so... a female Loki, right? So I mean, yeah, it's six buddy. Yeah,
2: my only frame of reference for that was the year. I was so glad that they gave us the year actually, so that could,
1: yeah, you know. Because I was like, whoa, that was before I started back reading comments again.
2: So, just uh, just to touch on what, and continue on what uh, Tim Dog was just saying. So, we've got the battle between Cinder and the Warthor, and uh, things are going badly for the Warthor, but then, um, you know, there's actually a great uh, uh, visual here of, uh, what is this, fire breathing sharks? <laughs> you know, that's just, just, I'll leave it at that, fire breathing sharks. Um, it is Muspelheim, after all, and, uh uh, Jane Foster Thor makes an appearance and uh, kind of sticks her nose into this. Um, and ultimately, what we have is um, the Warthor kind of uh, losing his, uh, lo- uh, his wits and trying to destroy Muspelheim, and uh, Jane Foster stops him. And that, of course, leads to a confrontation. That's where we end off with this book. Um, I'm kind of excited to see how this uh, plays out in the next issue. Same.
0: The thing, wondering what what purpose would it be to, to leave like, the, the fire people alive anyway, since it's just bent on destruction and burning people.
2: Balance, you know. These worlds have always been there in the nine realms, or now the ten realms. So you know, there's always been you know like the Jotuns and the giants and the frost giants have always been there. The you know the the of Surtur have always been there, uh, you know, in fire in Muspelheim. So you know, it's you know, if you kill them all now, where's the next story coming from, right?
0: <laughs> no, but see seeing how they're supposed to be around for Ragnarok, you know to come back to life anyway.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So And I'm excited to kill killed off Loki and he came back, so like death for them though doesn't really stick.
1: Sure. So can't kill the gods, they just keep coming back. Exactly. You know? Tim, you got anything else? Let me double check. Spreadsheets. No ultimate still, one hundred? I was going to leave that to Roddy, because I know that
2: he's a fan. Like, he's been following... I'm behind on that issue. He's been following this a lot closer than me. I was just going to hit my one uh, bullet. I'm done. Just reading that now. Oh, no. So, let me jump to Astonishing X-Men number two. Did anyone read that? Yeah, I I I skimmed through it. So, um, what I liked about this is that it literally feels like a chess match between the Shadow King and... Spoiler alert, if you didn't read the first issue... (laughs) Feel it's a it's literally a chess match between the Shadow King Amal Farouk and Charles Xavier, with an eclectic group of X Men um, as the pawns in the game, trying to escape the Shadow King's psychic grasp. That's the crux of the issue. That is, you know, pretty much everything um, from start to finish. What's interesting is one, um, uh, i you know I was kind of thinking, how are they going to explain uh, Xavier's return? And I'm wondering. Given that Rogue is in this uh, is on this astonishing team, um, I wonder if this isn't playing off of the events in Uncanny Avengers. It probably you know? is. And two, uh, the cliffhanger ending, which I will not spoil, I thought was a nice little touch, also because it adds a, at least the, the, the semblance of drama to this. You know, given uh, the stakes of the game. So um, I like the first issue of this uh, uh, of this uh, new uh, 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 volume of Astonishing X Men. Um, I'm willing to give it another issue. And that says a lot, you know, when it comes to a lot of these X-books, like in the new run of X-books where, you know, Generation X is not interesting to me. And, you know, it's nice that uh, this one is at least, um, you know, it's kind of uh, replaying some of the old greatest hits um, and and, and refashioning
0: Yeah, the real Gambit uh, love story. Exactly.
2: But refashioning it so that it's at least, you know, something different. So what uh, what did you think about it, uh, Von Gloom?
0: Now, I found it funny, because I, I think I tweeted earlier how I thought Gambit and Rogue were a crappy couple. Hmm. Then Tim like, And then Tim mentioned the, fan, the, fan, the Phantom X Psylocke. And here in this issue, they mentioned Rogue and Gampit and Kitty and Peter. So I find it funny that kind of was all in line this week.
2: Right. And they right. mentioned the Phantom X Psylocke in the first issue.
0: Yeah. They are pretty crappy X-Men relationships, though, especially those two. Psylocke and Phantom X and the whole bizarre... And there was two Phantom X, a girl and a boy one, and yeah. the evil
2: twin one. I try to forget those issues of X Men. They're sitting in a drawer box downstairs in
0: storage. That was for Bender's run, right? They had all the crazy wow. Phantom X, Cyclops crap. I don't. I try not to. It try. was. Yeah, we think it was had all that crazy crap
2: in it. All right. Well, that that's it for me because I don't want to touch Ultimates two number one hundred because
3: Roddy Cat is reading it. Yeah, that's fine. I finished it. Do you enjoy thing. it? Uh, well, I mean, it was kind of a rushed read and Ultimates is one you kind of yeah, got a little bit of it. attention to, but I got the gist of it. Um, and I kind of probably... Let me say that for last, so let me just run through my other books, because that's going to take a second. Uh, All right. while I process. So, uh, Future Quest presents Space Ghost number one. Um, I guess I'll try to put this up here well, while I got this, but you know what? Nope. Uh, huh. So this is... Um, let's see. This is basically a new story in the... Uh, this is following pretty much uh, Future Quest. If you've read that, they kind of touch upon like real briefly what happened in that um, and that uh, miniseries. But the the majority of the issue is pretty much like Space Ghost goes, goes off and and does this thing for a second while Jan and Jace were in school, which I thought Glee. they were a little bit old. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blipp was um, and, and Blip was with them. So they were in school and they were talking about. I guess their teacher was talking about. They basically the, the, the teacher was basically talking about the events of um, um, Future Quest and planets that, that are around. We see a shot of the Herculoids, which they end up going back to. Uh, uh, not Quasar. Not Quasar uh, Asma later on because Space Ghost is basically trying to reform the Space Force, but there's only three bands left outside of his. And it's five in total if you count his, but there's only three left. So they need to get this element, to that um, that basically powers the, the the power bands. So they go to Asma, which because it turns out that there's some of that element there, and they enlist uh, the help of one of the Herculoids, Ego, uh, to be specific, and they go out into down to this cave, and they get met by one of Space Gold's old enemies, uh, and that's there in the book. Um, so it was a pretty really decent read, I thought. You know, it's, it's Space Ghost. You know, if you if you know those Space Ghost um yeah the cartoons, it pretty much plays nicely into that. You know, what I found funny that the that the artist who
0: I think it was Olivier or so, something like that, the dude who drew this issue, he drew the miniseries a couple of years ago. That they had like a like a four I'm issue probably. Space Ghost miniseries back like in I want
3: to say late nineties. The they same artist know. who drew this again, it, yeah. I think. Oli- there was, was, nice was kind of um yeah it was the the art was pretty nice and it was kind of uh, um i'm not sure what the, it, I've, seen, I've i've seen this work before and i've i'm trying to remember where recently it showed up he did venom uh, he did space venom the space knight one okay now i didn't read that <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
3: but you know it, the, it it showed up somewhere else that i remember and it, it was it was nice art so there's that um black panther and the crew number 5 uh so this time we have manifest Story We see his connection to Ezra from the past um, and how in he ended up to be in Harlem. He we see him kind of um, you know internally monologuing wild, fighting a bunch of AmeriCorps who were uh, trying to capture the two kids who were out past curfew. Uh, he he himself almost gets captured and then the crew comes and uh, saves well, yeah, helps him out, saves him, and then they start talking about uh, what's going on in Harlem and. We find out uh, how and where Ezra got and his crew got their powers from the, in the past, which turns out Hydra is involved. But they didn't know, but he didn't know about that because apparently Hydra is using hate for reasons, um, which Luke says well, like that. Just sounds like standard standard Hydra. So what, how's this any different? To which you know they don't know why it's going on there in Harlem, but. Um, we don't know because we won't probably won't get that until the next issue. And then we come to find out um the killer of Ezra. Because this whole thing started off as uh a guy some guy named Ezra, I can't remember his last name, gets killed. He was kind of a um a protester type, but he gets gets uh put in jail and killed while while in jail. And this is what kind of brings all of the, the crew together in the first place, trying to find yeah. out who his killer is. And then at the the last page of this book we see who looks like uh is the person who killed her because they had a informant, kind of, you know, there was been sitting on this informant to to try to find out who this this person is, who happens to show up on TV, and uh, and the the informant guy points him out, and it's somebody that Storm knows, and um, that has been brought up in the book. Um, but you know, Storm's like, you must be mistaken because it can't be, you know, dude, that must be someone else. And dude's like, no, this is him, that's him, and Storm gets freaked out, and that was where the book ends. Uh, let's see. Star Wars number 34. The team up, you never thought you would, uh, you never thought you'd want it, but you probably do. Uh, it's Sanosaros Santa and Lando Calrissian on Coruscant doing a, it's actually a more, you don't really get the sense of this at first, but this is more of a Sana-focused uh, issue. Yeah. Because you, you, you get some, a monologue, but you don't necessarily know who it is. Until later on in the book, and it turns out it's Sana. But at uh, first, you see Sana uh, going to Lando saying she needs help with, with something because you know she got into something and that um, she the price, whatever it was, and Lando being Lando trying to you know smooth her, but she was like, no, 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 I don't, I'll pay your price. Let's just do this. So what ends up coming up to be an elaborate triple cross by Sana. Sana um, works out in her favor. And at the end of the book, which is funny, she's basically on a date with Lando and uh, back on Nar Shadda, where apparently she's from, because that's like the, we found out this in the, in the monologue, we didn't know it was her. Um, they're at dinner and Lando's like, this is this is terrible food. And, you know, this and that and the other. like, all right, you're kind of crazy. I'm going to leave you alone. I'll just take my cut and go. Then he leaves. And then the waiter comes by and, and Tana's like, all right, you can take this away now and give him some actual real food. So kinda of, she's been kinda of hustling Lando, who arguably is the bigger, biggest hustler in the um in that galaxy, I guess. And then we come to find out that uh, she's not all bad because the money, the, all of the money that she took from um this hut and the empire during this triple cause went partially towards this hospital that was on Nar Shaddaa and, and so we in the book. Basically, with a cutscene towards um, what seems to be the next issue where Han has a hut in captive and being chased by the Empire or somebody. So, which the last couple of issues have been kind of doing like that. Like I said, the last issue was uh, a Luke and, Luke and Leia's focus issue, which the last page kind of talked about, kind of ran into this book, and then this book is kind of running into the to the, giving to the next one. So, it was a good week. This is a particular click of the week, I thought, you know, all told. But um, that is that. Let's see, uh US Avengers number nine. Uh Roberto and Tony escape um or start to escape hydro clutches. They go up against Red Hawk. They they deal with that. And um they basically stage uh a, a breakout of the hydro facility and the they're in. Meanwhile, Squirrel Girl and the Euroforce are in France and they stole some mechs and they fight Hydra on that end. And uh I think that's pretty much where that one goes. Let's see. Star Trek, The Next Generation, Mirror Broken Number 3. Uh, another particular click of the week. Uh, so this one is basically Picard and crew are going through the, what they're planning to steal the Enterprise. Uh, one Captain Jer- Jellicoe shows up, which if anybody's a, a, a TNG fan remembers the couple of episodes he was in. Uh, Ronnie Cox played the character, and they got the likenesses, obviously, because you know to, because this is how the books usually runs. Um, so Picard and crew take over the the Enterprise. They do something with they do something with Jellicoe. and um, this is where that well, this is where. Oh, and Bef, Beverly Crusher and Wesley are on board just in time to see all of this go down. Um, and apparently, there's a little tension little between Beverly and uh, Picard, as there kind of is, but in this case, not a not a good one but Wesley's like, yeah, we should, we should uh, go along with this plan, we should stay on board and go along with this plan, because the numbers add up, and Wesley seems like he may be um, a, t- a touch special needs, but just also kind of a savant which he already was on the show anyway, so, but that's kind of playing into some, some other things. And that's where that book ends up uh, with uh, Picard in Control of the Ship and Jellicoe Spaced. Uh, let's see, I think last, but, well, not, nope, not last, but not least. Um, Califime Superb, number three, Uh, Jonah escapes from Foresight, ends up at uh, Kayla's house and uh, with Foresight not too far behind because they pretty much tracked him down. Uh, Kayla shows a little bit of power herself, which is pretty much the first time we've seen this uh, in the last couple of issues because she just picks him up and and carries him into the house. So she's at the very least super strong. Um, We get a little bit more into a little behind the scenes of what Foresight's doing in the neighborhood or in the town. So they're basically trying to get all of the, um, trying to find and train or reprogram all of the people with powers. So it's a fight for them. Um, so they're looking at all of the kids, you know, to try to raise an army out of them, but you know, that's going kind of slowly. Uh, and the book ends when foresight comes over to Jonah's house, which they went, which Jonah took, I mean, Kayla took Jonah to, instead of her house, um, um, and and foresight come and knocking on the door because they were doing the house house sweep of the area, and it looks like they may have tracked Jonah down to his to his very house. Uh, being that um, Kayla's parents worked for Foresight, they went over to her house, but they found out well, it's protected. So, because her parents worked for Foresight at a top level, and leads us to the end of that book. Uh, now, last but not least, Ultimates two number uh, one hundred. Apparently, it's the last issue of this book and it is sad because all of my favorite books are leaving me, and I am really, really upset. <sighs> um, first of all, we start with Ultimate Ultimates versus Ultimates fight. It's classic Ultimates versus our uh, current Ultimates. That fight ends up um, ending after the Maker gets rid of uh, Ultimates Cap and uh, starts monologuing this and that and the other. But the Maker gets taken care of thanks to uh, Monica Rambo and a nudge from um, High Evolutionary. But the Makers still had some machines going, and uh, Ultimates Tony Stark, who is uh, apparently drunk, or getting drunk, and talking about, yeah, this is how my nanites work. He spits on the machine, interfaces it, you know. And he, with the help of the other Ultimates, kind of uh, break the machine, and therefore pretty much undoing a lot of the stuff that, um, that happened during the course of the Ultimates, and thereby meaning... So last issue, or which before that is, Eternity got swallowed up by the first Firmament. That gets undone because he break because he breaks out of that. Um, he Gal- uh Galactus and the Eternity Watch have this having been done so goes it, it, in helps. Sure was Eternity Watch? He, I think it was Eternity Watch. You're right. Sorry. Um, yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah. It was Eternity Watch. Um, because and I say that because I'm getting some confused because. He, there's an infinity that shows up and a whole bunch, and there's another set of ultimates that's like cosmic beings that yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a whole thing that happens in this book. Mm-hmm. But basically, like I said, uh, eternity freed and roughly back to health. All these celestials are back. Um, yes, yeah, the fifth host. That's true. Uh, because they were with the never queen. If you've read, if you've read a uh, silver surfer, you know who the never queen is. I'm not even going to go into all of that. um, what else happens? And and there's
0: more like they the they the, the second iteration of eternity and the fourth and the yes. fifth and the sixth.
3: And all yeah, and that's where that, and they, right, and that's where he, that's where that's where the another issue iterations of the Ultimates come in because he's calling them because Eternity was calling them his Ultimates. Um, and then let's see, oh, Logos gets split split again into the components that made him up. Uh, oh, Lord, Lord. T'Challa, what's that? Remember. Does T'Challa has like the the tiger god. Oh yeah, getting into yep 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 that. So, that's right. I'm glad you reminded me of that. So yes, T'Challa shows that with the the tiger god who apparently explains that yeah because of the tiger god brings him to this existence where he can he can expand his mind to the cosmic awareness or whatever. And the tiger god basically rips rips uh, logos into the three components back again. So yeah. now order, order chaos, chaos and um, it, in between it, it, are are now are you know, now back to their former selves. So, like I said, all of this is pretty much being is, is wrapping things up nice and neat. And then there's a little um, thing after that where I thought that the infected Eternity, the First, first Amendment, was the the, the maker, partially. Because you can see like, the little part of his helmet or something. But that gets taken care of. And then... Yeah, it's uh, Logos was his agent. Like I think he had infected well, no, no, Logos. No, I mean, well, yeah. But I mean... What was it? The maker that infected him, or was that uh, the first Firmament? The,
0: first firmament was the, maker was working, first,
3: the maker was working. for the first Firmament.
0: Yeah, because like, remember how uh, I think molecule man he split Reed th- throughout the multiverse. So Reed wants to become wants the multiverse to become one universe.
3: Right. And then the first Firmament wants that too because like when when he's most powerful, when it's one. That's correct, and that's why he was trying to swallow up um, eternity. eternity. Had journeyed and change, and then swallowed them up after the events of the last issue, which again, eternity ends up breaking out. And being healed because of it, at when he breaks out, so. But the yeah, the, rest of the brain brain is basically... bringer. Sorry.
0: What's that? I'm sorry. The thing is cool that Galactus stayed the light bringer. He did not turn yes. back into the, he... the Deathbringer. He
3: Stayed the Lightbringer. That is true. That also happened. Which you know, yeah, they, it seemed like they weren't going to get rid of that anytime soon. But all told, because there's been because there was a time when you know he was back to being the Deathbringer, and they were like, no, we're not. Dude. You know, dude, that got taken out of him, and he's still that. And then. He's like watching over things and the rest of the issue is basically, I mean, is basically a, this is what's well, going on with back. the, what's that? Living Tribunal's back. Remember he's back. They, they brought him back somehow. Living Tribunal. The oh, Golden that's right. Blue. That is right. That is also happening. Yeah. Like, yeah the, like I said, pretty much a lot of things that got done in the Ultimates pretty much got undone and, and put back into place. In this and they mentioned the one above all too.
0: Uh, pretty much the God of Marvel Universe, the one above all, the one that the Tribunal um. works for. In the right. very first, he like, I'm the one above all, I'm everything, I'm many hands, a great weapon is
3: love. Right. As a matter of fact, I think the book, the, yeah, the issue starts off with that. So, but so I yeah, cool I, that
2: didn't,
3: I... I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I it was cool that they mentioned, because the last thing
0: they showed him was like when, back when it was uh, Mike Raringo and Mark Wade when uh, Reed Richard met God, it pretty much implied that was the one above all. Hmm. And I think yes, back when Adam Doom sent really Frank to about. hell when like, he burned Reed's face around that, around mm-hmm. that time.
2: But no, he was trying to rescue Ben. He was oh, killed Ben. Back. Right, he was trying to bring back uh, the thing from the dead. And he went to God to do it. <laughs> so,
0: and he implied that God was Jack Kirby, and Kirby yeah. like, took the pencil
3: <laughs> and erased his scar. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, yeah. A lot of things happen in Ultimate's 2100, let's put it that way. Exactly. I, I, that's why I kind of didn't want to touch on. I'm like, I'll leave that to
2: Roddy. All right, Rapid Fire done. Uh, Tim, will you be done? Long- oh, I would
3: also want to make out that, the, the, I'm sorry, last thing, but the Maker Channel's Cosby. Which I what? thought was like, huh? That was weird. Yeah. What was that? The Maker Channels Cosby. It was something. He, he drug says, somebody? Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> there. I'm like, is it a? No he, or? no, he basically. he basically. <laughs> says he. No, he basically says I brought you in this world. I take you out, and then takes out Cap. Oh. oh um, the show Cosby, not the creepy Cosby. No, now. Okay. Yeah, no, no, not 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 druggy Cosby. No. So that's it. Um, and I believe that is it for me for for my. <laughs> for All right, clicks of the week time. Wait. No? Everybody's there? No, I was like one of everybody did that, but okay, that's fine. No, isn't clicks of the week time? No, go mm-hmm. for it. If nobody else had anything else. All right. I'll, I'll guess I'll uh I guess I'll read PCN
2: underscore dirt's message about his click of the week. So PCN underscore dirt uh communicating to us from his uh peaceful, hopefully vacation. Uh PCN underscore dirt says he was going to go with uh night Dark Knight Metal. But Trespasser number two from Alterna Comics was again an awesome read. From a post apocalyptic to an alien sci fi to straight up horror tale, this series is great. And yes, it's printed on newsprint. Breathe it in. Yes. So, that is PCN underscore dirt, click of the week for this week. I'm going to go with, you know what? I was just skimming through it again. I'm going to go with, uh, was it Generations Wolverine number one? I think that's the title of the book: Generation Wolverine.
3: Generations Wolverine and Arnold Wolverine. Yep,
2: yep. Check it out. It's actually it's it's a pretty pleasant story to read. I was just rereading it just now. It's pretty good. Okay, uh, Tim Franklum. I think I'm torn between Ultimates One Hundred
0: and uh, Guardians Number or whatever number that is, seven or eight, whatever number that is. Eight, I
3: think. Mine, Super Sun's Number Seven. Sticking with it, okay? Yeah, this one's this was kind of a a tougher one because right? Ultimates. I mean, even though I kind of Red skimmed it, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. And Star Wars was pretty damn good, also. also. um yeah. you know, yeah. because I've read a uh, read a little bit more thoroughly. Um, shout out to Ultimates two one hundred, but I'm gonna go with Star Wars uh, number thirty four. All right, I would definitely end up having to read um, Ultimates again. On yeah, Ultimates 2
0: and, and 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 Guardians, are, they're equal place in my head right now.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> and pick one! another one or I Ultimates,
2: guess, then. But... i pick Ultimates. There you go. Those are clicks of the week for this week. Uh, Tim, you going to bust out, or are you going to give me a chance to read the ad?
1: I'm going to bust out. All right. All right, Tim, Y'all have a good reading one. Reading. Anything, anything, to you you got, uh, anything you want to plug? Um, watch Game of Thrones Nets, this Sunday just because I love the show. Huh. And Defenders, defend! Yeah, starting tonight. Well, well, midnight, uh, right? Or Friday after when
2: I get home. Actually, after midnight. It's Friday when I get home. Friday a.m. Yeah. See you. All right. All
0: right, peace. Right. Right. See you, Tim.
2: And we'll transition into... Yeah, we'll transition into the uh, into the news with uh, our first ad of the night. This episode of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles is sponsored by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool T-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching T-shirts inspired by pop culture, cleverly themed T-shirts inspired by movies, video games, t- TV shows, comic books, and geek culture, and Much more are all on sale. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and then shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. All right, and we lead into the news.
3: There was no way I, would, I was going to uh get get all of the the, the news out before you did that. You need to slower next time what <laughs> just kidding, like, just kidding. Like, do you realize what time it is now <laughs> yeah, 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 hey man. it's the news care must be made uh-huh. anyway, first up, um I like you already have some news here. here well luck not as much as the last two luckily, yeah, but uh, anyway, like i said uh, shoot. Justice League Reshoots Lightened Films Tone Actor Confirms. So yeah, the we've been often on talking about the Justice League reshoots or what how much they are and whatever and all what else going on with them. So in an interview with Joe Morton, shout out to Joe Morton who plays Dr. Silas Stone. He says yeah, that's in case, but um he's basically saying that he just had a little bit to do and there's a little bit in there about um they made some adjustments to Cyborg and as uh, in a, as far as tone. Okay. So,
2: so it appears that um, the Vixen animated series will be addressed in Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, it looks like they're going to, I guess, integrate certain aspects of the
3: shows. So, is she going to appear in Legends of Tomorrow? Then, I mean, she's been in. She's been in the last season or two. Oh, I haven't watched it since uh, the, the first season, so I wasn't too sure. Yeah, so she came in, I think, second season, and then, and this was around the time that. Um, Actually, yeah, not only she's been into it, but they've got a, now they have a different character playing her for reasons. Um, but, yeah, she's been in it, and I guess, yeah. Okay. I say, let me wrap in the next one, too,
2: because it's related. Do it. So, Legend mm-hmm. of Tomorrow, um, Vixen in, in action in an exclusive Season 2 deleted scene. So, I guess uh, the Season 2 season, the, the second season of DC's Legend of Tomorrow received some acclaim. For building on the show's time-traveling premise. And on Blu-ray and DVD, now on sale, uh, there is an exclusive uh, deleted scene where
3: Vixen is uh, displayed in action. Mm -hmm. Okay. I remember that episode, actually. Um, Vaguely, but I still need to catch up on this last season. Anywho, um, Russo Brothers start production on Avengers 4. Which, I thought we already said that already, but, you know... Woo. And actually, you know what? Let me wrap in this next yep. next one in there, since it's also related, because, spoiler alert, folks, um alert. found out... I was going to say, what, what what sound effect were you playing this time? And then I realized it's an auto... Uh, yeah, so it looks like Paul Bettany's vision will be returning for Avengers 4, so he makes it out after Infinity War. Um, and actually, I think there's another one... I don't know why I missed. It. I put that in the wrong place. But also, you want to wrap it in uh, Yeah, uh, is Ultimate Hawkeye debuting in Ult- Avengers Four? Because it apparently seems that um, I think Clint Barton also makes it out of uh, Infinity War. So if you don't know already, the rumor is that there might be some people that are not going to make it uh, past Infinity War movie. And there's been rumors as to who that might be. But we now know that there's a couple of them that will make it. Right, and, to the, and the rumored uh, character, uh,
2: uh, character change or character alteration um, with regards to Ultimate Hawkeye and the Hawkeye that's in the MCU right now, um, you know, how, that, how that particular uh, change might take effect uh, might make these movies uh, take on a much darker tone than what we're used to. Obviously, it's a war movie now, mm-hmm. but uh, at the end of the day, it's a pretty dark tone if what they're uh, rumoring um, actually comes to pass.
3: I'm trying to remember. weren't there like two Ultimate Hawkeyes? Mm-hmm. I feel like like mm-hmm. one of was black, and then it was because it was like like Clint had died or something, and then this other black or this other black Hawkeye took over, and then Clint somehow came back or something. I don't know. Help. I well, don't remember was that. The uh, was
0: that during Jeff Jeff Loeb's tenure at, at the Ultimates? Because it kind of went to hell after
3: that. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I I admittedly I don't remember reading that much of Ultimates. I mean, I lost track of it after a while. Yeah, Um, I think I read. I know I read the first one. I don't think I read too much after that. In our next bit of news, I'm not going to discuss this
2: because discuss this in detail because I have not watched it. I'm not watching any more trailers. There is a trailer for Thor Ragnarok, and the spoiler alert is: it's not that big a spoiler alert because yeah, really isn't right. If you watch the uh, the uh, the end scenes for uh, a certain Doctor Strange movie, then you know that Doctor Strange appears in Thor. So. Mm you know, so apparently in this trailer, Doctor Strange gives Thor some advice in the new Ragnarok trailer. Um, again, I am on trailer lockdown at this point. It is August. This movie's coming out in a couple more months. No more trailers.
3: Yeah, it's just well because outside of their interaction, there's not much more to the trailer that you haven't already seen if you've seen any of the trailers for Thor right. Ragnarok. Like that, the only new thing is their interaction. Yeah, no more trailers. Let's be surprised. <laughs> Easy for you to say, right? Um, Captain Marvel brings in a new screenwriter. So, I'm not sure what happened to the last one, but uh, Meg Lafave, oh, that was the old screenwriter, uh, departed the film, and uh, they got a new one Uh, Geneva Robertson Duarte. Okay. Excuse me. Pardon me if I butchered your name. And she's done some stuff Uh, Tomb Raider, Dungeons and Dragons, Suicide Squad, uh, Spinoff Gotham Psychoms, and Sherlock Holmes 3, which, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to wrap the next two together. Do it. Uh, because Defenders,
2: which drops tonight uh, or in the early morning, Lou Cage meets a Redacted in another teaser clip. and I mean, it's not that real big of a it's foggy. Just, right. So, and the uh, second bit of news was Misty Knight meets Colleen Wing uh, in a uh, potential Daughters of the Dragon uh, team up. Oh, I hope so. Man, I hope so.
3: That works. You're I want be that clean. badly. Yes, I want that very, very badly. Um, where are we? Daredevil season three. Well, no, Daredevil season three production starts in October. So I guess I'll be on
2: the streets of New York looking for the, for the, uh, the shooting uh, sets now. Maybe even a cameo, hopefully. Seriously. Speaking of, uh, Netflix shows, uh, shooting right now, uh, David Tennant's Kilgrave is haunting Jessica Jones in the new season two Jessica Jones
3: set photos. And apparently not just Jessica Jones, but also Malcolm. Uh, so it is implying that he that Kilgrave is in possibly both of their minds Mm. still in some kind of way so there is that. Uh, Netflix in talks with Disney to keep Marvel Star Wars films because as if you don't remember us talking last week or if you do remember um, Disney is starting their own streaming service Uh, well another streaming service I guess and putting their properties there and looks like most if not all of their stuff minus the Netflix uh, Marvel shows are leaving Netflix because of, so Netflix is trying to uh, keep some of that stuff. Hmm. Alright, let's do uh, alternating rapid fire
2: on the Star Wars stuff, because all Star Wars are the next couple of ones. You've got to wrap them all together? The
3: two. Well, at least the next two, because they're, oh. they're related. But all sure, right. go so Ron Howard teases the
2: Death Star in uh, the Star Wars Han Solo Solo movie. And uh, though he is now part of the Dearly Departed, Han Solo plays a crucial role in the upcoming Last Jedi movie.
3: Yeah. Be a force <laughs> no, because that, that would be really stupid. Because he, he never believed in the Force in the first place. So until, that,
2: until, until he said, "That's not how the Force works." That's when. Well. <laughs> he <really> yeah.
3: <laughs> having, seen, having seen it actually and believing it is two different things. But yeah, we, so we don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I mean, it could be flashbacks. It could be Kylo, you know, going goth and be like, "I killed my dad," and having having you know his quote unquote girlfriend him or something. I don't know. All right, you got it. Um, Next, we have the last Jedi. We'll delve, we'll dive into Rey's past because the character demands it. Demands it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like that's a little. um uh, kind of editorializing. Presuming. No, was, I was
2: gonna say it kind of presumes that we're going to go into her past in the second movie.
3: Well, yeah, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Yeah, was like that seems more editorializing than not. But who knows? It could be. But as, oh, but as you just said, exactly. Yeah, like that's kind of where it should be because we don't really know. Unless you've read the, the books, one of the books, you don't know that much about her. So, yeah, look forward to that. Um, go for it.
2: Captain Phasma will see a heck of a lot more action in The Last Jedi than she did in the
3: first movie because
2: all she did was get murked in the first movie, basically. She yeah, died. she's you not know, getting thrown not in the trash. Okay,
3: exactly. mm, yeah, so good. We, we, this is probably what we wanted. We needed to see in the first place. <laughs> Like, how are you going to just make a character like that and then just like, oh, no, we're just going to f- fling her away real quick. Right. Anyway... We made ben- of her, so they're, you know, they're kind of teasing that she'd have a bigger role. Right. Uh, Benicio Del Toro is just the latest in a long line of Star Wars hacker characters. So it appears that um, Mr. Del Toro is going to play a slicer, which is the Star Wars equivalent of a hacker um, in Force Awakens. I'm sorry, in, uh, in Sorry. Eye. All right. So he's Snowden in space? Oh no! <laughs> oh. We don't necessarily. No, we don't. I don't think he's that to that point. But we, who knows? All but right. apparently gonna, they're going to have a few, a few slicers in, in the next movie for some other reason uh, that may or may not have something to do with what uh, Finn and the new character Rose is. In fact, their- they,
0: yeah.
3: Well, yeah, because according to that article, uh, Finn and Rose are trekking down somebody, and they need slices help, so they go to I, I guess him.
0: Right. So Finn isn't crippled after the coloring... Uh... He's
3: going to... Well, there's an also been another article about... To... Which, which makes sense. Yeah, he's going to he, He's gonna be thrown into a back-to-tank and healed. Yeah, Somewhere during the course of the movie. If the heal brothers pra- 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 just like that? Mm. I mean, hey, back-to-heals all, man. You know? <laughs> listen, Remember, so we... uh, Luke got sliced... Remember, yeah. Yeah, Luke got sliced and he healed up. He's got a bionic uh, swine now. Who knows? So... Uh... <laughs> And actually, there's, a, in, in, there's an article in the show notes, which actually I don't think we gave to you, uh, uh, Van Gloom. Did Van uh, you tweet
0: out the link? Nope. I, I tweeted it out, yeah. I tweeted uh, it out, but I, I didn't did put it own. in the chat. Thank
3: you should um, But that, that's, that, um, that speaks on that part of it. But we'll get to that in a second. Um,
2: where are yeah, we? So there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi film reportedly in development now at Disney. Yes.
3: Which, kind of you like a, say again? It will have Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi Wan replacing his role. That would be awesome. He he, he expressed interest, according to, this argue, uh, according to this article, but that has not yet been confirmed. Listen, that would be awesome. I would, you
2: know, I would absolutely welcome the only kind of link to the uh, first tri- to to
3: the prequel tr- trilogy uh, coming back. I'd be I mean, happy. it would make sense. I would be happy with that. It would make some total sense, you know. If he's down for it, hey, you know, he ain't getting any younger. Yeah, no Hayden yeah, Christensen, no Christensen. We will take yeah. McGregor.
0: Well, Right now he's Darth, so no more whiny, <laughs> crying, emo. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no> Emo Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Unless they made him like Clone Wars Anakin, because he was at least getting likable. That, that oh, month. yeah, you're right. You're him. right, he was. They became all mopey. I hate them, Padme. I killed them all. I hate them. I know, right? Ah, uh, Lucas. Um, next up, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, this is for well, this is for you, Agent Seventy, and anybody else. But this probably should go without saying. In that, Mark Hamill and uh, Ryan Johnson recommend ignoring Star Wars: The Last Jedi marketing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to be spoiled, don't don't look at don't watch. thing goes about. Yeah, don't, don't look watch. At any watch don't look at anything. Which makes sense. And don't it's not the first Martin time read any, don't look at any pictures. Well, yeah, that's some it. of us can't help that, you know. Um, but yes, yeah. if you if you can avoid it, then don't- willpower? Yes. No, not willpower. It's news, man. <laughs> um, that is part of your. That is part of your duties here on the show. Part of my thing. So you know, somebody got to do it. But Mark, Hamill, this is not the first time Mark Hamill's, uh said said such a thing, or has endorsed such a thing, because he has said I know as recent as last year, and I probably said so this this past D D twenty three. You know, while talking, it was like, hey, you know, they you know, it's a, if you can avoid it, avoid it. Basically, and he also goes on to say something, a couple other things, but you know. The- Hamill being Hamill. So, you gotta yeah. love him. Uh, next up. Big okay. Hero 6, the TV show is coming this November. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, actually, I didn't, didn't put this in the lineup, but um, if you haven't seen the DuckTales preview, it is out there on YouTube officially, um, actually, from Disney. Is it the uh, first episode? I believe it is. I haven't watched oh. it yet. Uh, it's decent. I'm, they I'm gave the twins their
0: own personalities, and they made Scrooge less of an old grump. So, it's it's, it's it's
3: all right. Yeah, and speaking of David Tennant, who plays Uncle Scrooge, uh, but yeah, that's out there if you if you care to watch that, and it's also on the D- Disney XD app if you are if you have access to that. But yeah, Big Zero Six Six is coming, and that's the thing. Uh, Robert Kirkman's uh, Skybound Studios has a a deal with Amazon Studios, so instead of going to Netflix, I guess his properties are going. Well, I guess Walking there specifically sounds like it's going to uh, Amazon Prime and so is- uh, some of his other stuff. Is that the AMC, does that come to AMC? That's the AMC, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like he might be leaving AMC and going to uh, Amazon Prime, as as well as some of his other books like Invincible. And *Outcast* is on Showtime. It is? Uh-huh. Is that the that, that is. Demon Possession show he has? I believe so, yeah. I have not watched it, but I know it is there. I just haven't checked it out. because, yeah. But yeah, so there you go. He's going to Amazon Prime. He's doing his stuff. Right,
0: so Netflix has Mark Millar and Amazon have Cushman.
3: Yep. Yeah,
2: they're they're trying to array their uh, you know line up their uh, their lineup, sure yeah. Exactly, they're trying to line up uh, you know like set up their lineups to uh, combat the possible the possibility that Disney is uh, going to have its own you know uh, streaming universe.
0: Mm-hmm. So who's who going to buy Ellis or Grant Morrison to like round out the top cream or uh, buy Bendis.
3: That's assuming that that's what happened, but in this climate that could very well happen. <laughs> and um, hey, stay tuned. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So uh, in uh, next in news, uh, Hellboy,
2: the Hellboy reboot, has cast American Honey star Sasha Lane. Um not sure what role she's playing, but uh Yeah, not sure. Oh, uh Alice, Mon- Alice Monahan, Monaghan. Okay. So that's Alice. What the heck is American Honey? I don't
0: know. I don't know. <laughs> is it is it funny that funny that dance with, with the album? No, that I think that's, that's that? Oh,
2: that
3: was just <laughs> <laughs> that was just honey. <laughs> Um, oh, man, I totally forgot. Uh, shout out to Jessica Alba. Mm. Anywho, um, Communities, Joe McHale in Talks to Star in Quantum and Woody TV series. I mean, I mean, sound like he would. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, he's sound like he's going to play Woody. That sounds like the best fit for him in that capacity. But I don't know. Sure.
2: All right. So uh, Star Trek Discovery season two is going to deal with
3: the aftermath of the Klingon war. I mean, not, you know, yeah, we haven't even gotten to season one yet, but that's fine. Let's go, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. fine head, yeah. It's yes, hopeful. Yeah, I'm hoping it's good. It seems like it seems like it's it's visually it's 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 got a look to it. So that's for sure. So, hope it works out. Hope it makes it seven because Enterprise did not do that. Um, last I'm but not least, in cinematic news, oh. so again, Jackson's watching. Yep. So, yeah, we, uh, we had. We had talked about this a while ago. Um, so if you didn't know, the, the Jetsons was launched, that was option for a live action TV series at Why? ABC, and it looks like the pilot is, um, is has been put in order. You know, we live in a strange world of comics coming to to, to um, media platforms. So there's so the
2: CGI Astro then or something? I only have yeah. one thing to say to this: we don't
3: know. <laughs> Yeah, we all
2: know so that one. Shout
3: out to a yes, guy. yeah. So Robert was the Mecca's Will produce this. Um, so mm. yeah. Oh. So give us some kind of hope. Yeah, oh, so wait. So Gary Gennetti, who has written for and produced shows like Family Guy, World of Grace, will write and executive produce oh. that fortune. Know. Rowdy, you're underwater. Yay! No. Alrighty. <laughs> it's Apple Rowdy.
2: So uh move past clickbait. Uh, move past the solicits. And jump to the comic news while Roddy adjusts his audio. In our first story, Wonder Woman rides in with more adorable Funko toys. So I guess it's the next wave of Funko pop figures based off of the uh, Wonder yeah, Woman.
3: Am I, am I back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Okay. I must have had it on the wrong one. So yeah, the solicitations are out. Wonder Woman's got some Funko toys. There was something in clickbait. Oh, that's something in clickbait, actually, because this is actually news. Um, happy belated birthday to Jim Lee. And actually, I think we do have a story in here. Who was
0: was
3: it a few days ago, like last Friday, I believe it was? But I think we have a story on that, I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, Wonder Woman got Funko Toys, Uh, Superman does something unthinkable, and Batman and Dark Knight's metal art. You you were going to say something uh, about Vangalum? No, no. No, what's that? It was Jetsons.
0: uh, I'm so surprised about the Jetsons live action.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you were still on this.
3: (laughs) Come back. Let's come back. Hold
2: on. Hold on.
3: We're, yeah, we're in a we live in a strange world, sir. You know, uh, you know, where pretty <laughs> much everything. If if they can figure out some some way to put it on TV and it's from a comic book, they will do so. Or, you know,
2: yeah, something something nostalgic. You know, they're trying to mine that nostalgia mine. You know, to the to the
3: depth. So, A.K.A. milk it for every last yeah. until it's no good anymore. Lesson. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Snyder outlines Dark Knight's metal connection to Grant Morrison's uh, Jeff Johns Kings and spoiler. Which I think was um, Sandman, which mm-hmm. we kind of already talked about. Yeah. So and yeah, we would that article gets the connections therein. Uh, <laughs> once again, Jim Lee. Yeah, Jim Lee turns fifty-three last uh, on the eleventh, I 53? believe. Fifty-three. Oh wow. Fifty-three. Yeah, we old. on the eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. So Getting older, <laughs> very soon. Uh, anyway. The Demon. I'll uh, pause right. oh, uh,
2: since you already did a couple. The oh, Demon. <laughs> Hell is Earth revives classic Kirby character.
3: So again, the Demon is back. Mm-hmm. And since he had been brought back in Trinity fairly recently, uh, as of the game, anyway, I think at least that might not have been all the place he's shown up recently. But yeah, he's getting a mini. Sure, we'll go with that. Yep, 106. So it's a mini series. Uh, Tom King has a Sergeant Rock pitch for DC and a host of top artists to draw for it. I remember seeing this that this uh, tweet. Yeah, because you know, with all the the Nazi punching uh talk on Twitter and the, the the going on in the real world, Tom King says he had this pitch for Sergeant Rock because he was an idiot somehow. quote quote, uh, somehow find myself in the mood to write about heroes fighting Nazis, which he said a couple of days ago, and I think he out may have outlined that pitch during his tweet. um, thread is is Gerard going to be one of the artists involved? Because I'd love to
0: see them I work think that together. gets
3: mentioned. That, actually, that Mr. gets Rage. mentioned. He, yeah, Mr. Roger would be perfect for that. He mentions so. Yes, his his pitch mentions uh, Mr. Rogers, Chris Samley, which is another good pick. Uh, Patrick Zurcher, oh, and Francisco awesome. Francavilla, which also is a good pick. Yeah, that would be awesome. Come on, DC, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Sammy on, on a rock book. That'd be dope. And Gerard, too. On, I mean, DC. it's not a bad pick in this one. Mm-hmm. Come on, DC, make it happen. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha. Next well, up, Major 70, I know you and I both would love this one. Oh, so. yeah. Anyway. Ed Piscor reveals the X Men grand design for Marvel. So, we didn't get to talk about this when it first happened. This came out during uh, San Diego, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it for some odd reason. I may not have had it in the, the lineup then. But there was another article this week about this. So, yes, Ed P- Piscor is doing an a- X Men book for Marvel. And, um,. Uh, this is, this is gonna be good. <laughs> X Men. I mean, um, Pitt's, Ed Piscor being the uh, creator of Hip Hop Family Tree, which uh, Agent seventy eight and I both love. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna be a cool thing, and it's gonna be a six part series. Uh, apparently, condensing the the decades worth of X Men lore into a single issue, uh, or two or three, I think. Well, it's gonna be six in all, but he's right. they're saying you know a certain part is gonna be kind of basically like he's doing with uh, Hip Hop Family Tree, if you think about it, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely, condensing
2: it so. into like a a, a, a sense a sensible uh, read. So, mm-hmm. I like this next yeah. bit of news. So, we'll go for it then. So, Master of Kung Fu number one twenty six is going to revive the title for a one shot and bring in uh, CM Punk, uh, former mm-hmm. wrestler, current UFC fighter, to write uh, a right, um, writer. Exactly, CM Punk has uh, did uh, write a couple of short stories, I think, for uh, for Marvel within the last couple yeah, of years, dredge, right? Yeah, he did the Drax. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you know he definitely has some uh, you know minor writing experience, and it'd be interesting to to see his take on Shang Chi. So uh, yeah. we'll see how that comes out in a few months.
3: Yeah, and he says you know he gets quoted saying he grew up on Shang Chi, and he's a big Bruce Lee fan, so he adores Shang Chi as well. Then yada yada yada. I would want to see the Shang Chi Netflix field series to watch apparently... out the piece of fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. He's a Kung Fu pra- practitioner also, so I guess that's the other draw, supposedly, whatever. Um, yeah. Next up, we have more legacy news in that... And why is this thing? I What's going on in this drama? Uh, legacy numbering math for spec... So there's been a couple of these articles about you know, how the legacy numbering is going to play into the, uh, the current books. And this one is about Spectacular Spider-Man, which goes up to 297. And um, here's the chart which Marvel put out in addition to the the, um, the Shang-Chi one recently, I mean, that we just talked about, um, speaking about how the numbering goes. And I think this excludes, like, a, a recent series, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. it is what it is. All right. Uh,
2: the next story, we can tag team because we did discuss this. Uh, uh-huh. when the Spider-Man 2 uh, uh, discussion came up between myself and Von Gloom. So... Uh, talking about, I didn't want to reveal what happened when uh, Peter Parker did a search for uh, the uh, 616 Miles Morales, but um, you know this story kind of spoils that. I'm going to ring the bell so we can talk about it a little bit. I think it's a red herring because what comes out in this issue uh, is that they found no information information. On uh, the, uh, Ma- the, the Miles Morales Of the 616 universe Even though we know one exists So yeah. that plays into this character's storyline Which is that his existence Has been wiped out online You know He might be in witness protection Or just you know One of those highfalutin people Who are able to hide off the grid Or he's a supervillain Exactly <laughs>
0: like a supervillain Exactly See how he, Who he was with in the last uh, Pages, panels Right So yeah. there's that
3: Yeah Next up, I believe that's me. Uh Digital Comics Provider. Make sure that's it. Yep. Uh Made Fire adding big DC comics titles. Shout out to uh Raven Knot on Twitter for, for passing this one along. So if you didn't know, Made Fire is uh is a, a mobile app you know, along the lines of a comicology type deal and DC's adding books to it. And I think uh IDW and other companies are also I know IDW for sure, but um there might be other people that are on so DC is the biggest one to put books on there so far. So that so maybe Marvel will come next. But I doubt it. Oh yeah. yeah, Archie, IDW, Boom, Dynamite, Titan, Viant, and others that you can uh, read through there.
0: So how's this different or better than
2: Comicology?
3: Um, I, I, well, I guess it, it's uh, your preference in what you want to read. Right. Maybe cost also. We'll see. Yeah, there's that. Comic- I haven't been able to... Well, yeah, but that's fr- there's a slight. No there's a slight difference in it um, because the Comicsology has all those deals already. Um and this it's I can't remember too. what the difference between this one. Well yeah, there's okay. that. And I can't remember what the difference is in this app, uh than those. But I know there was a more indie stuff on there than say Comixology would have had initially or has okay. had initially. Even though in the, well, actually I moved away from because I thought they had Dark Horse too, but which uh Comixology doesn't, but I'm not sure about that. I just read off all the names, and I probably didn't miss that one. Um, But last but not least, uh, some video game news. It's Civil War 3. We're skipping the the Hanna-Barbera? Are we? Oh, -hmm. shit. I guess we did. So, well, let me do this one, then we'll we'll double back. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, there's a Marvel vs. Capcom uh, trailer for the video game that is coming fairly soon. It is coming Um, real soon. I watched this trailer, and I was like, it's coming out in September. September. It's less than a month. Yep. Oh, wait, I thought it was September thirteenth.
2: Is it nineteenth? No,
3: nineteenth.
2: So it's a little bit more than a month away, people. So I you know can we start up a fund for uh let's get agent underscore seventy pro uh, <laughs> so I can play this sucker and you know, with, with the you know in, in with the with all the uh, the hot graphics and whatnot? Come on, people <laughs>
3: Let's start that uh, that Kickstarter. GoFundMe. Go 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 me. Me. Yeah, about say we'll get that GoFundMe out, out, out right after the show. So. Yeah, and, <laughs> and all you
2: people that know what I do in real life, thinking why can't you afford that? Yeah, I, I can. So,
3: but come on, you know. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> he wants. He wants this for scientific purposes. Yeah, no, um,
2: academic review purposes. For academic purposes. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: that is for all the. Mm. I love that we resurrected this term for all the uh, the
3: I old know. school listeners, the OG listeners to the. Uh, it comes mean, back every now and then. Exactly. Van Gleum, do you uh, do you video game? You're you're interested in this? No, that's something
0: people get. My little cousin kicked my butt badly, so I stopped playing.
2: Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you stopped playing with Marvel vs. Capcom three. Everything he, he he crushed my spirit. He beat oh, me so
3: badly. Oh, no. <laughs> he playing. Hey, if you get a chance, try Marvel Heroes. He can't crush your net because there's no uh, there's, I say there's no PvP, but there might be somewhere along the lines. But yeah, try, try Marvel Heroes. You might like I'm, I I'm looking
2: forward to this. I've been talking about this for a while, even though you know it's not a spoiler alert at this point. They are not gonna hmm. have X Men characters in this, it's still gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I pretty much got sure. I pretty much got a PS3 uh, when they when they when they launched uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 in the first right. round. Yeah. So um, you know, I know that there was an Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 I also picked up because right. I added some characters, but ultimately, um, you know, my PS3. Is... <laughs> What's that?
3: that is a Twitter tweet from uh, Matt. What's he saying?
2: What, what is Matt say
3: asking Classic to start a gun for GoFundMe for you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got to love the online uh, the
2: online support you get, right? So Maybe shout out to Matt Wang, but yeah, <laughs> shout out to Matt Wang ninety seven. So, um, <laughs> so um, getting back to what I was saying earlier, um, you know the uh, the PS three that I have is a glorified uh, Blu ray player because I pretty much only played a few games, but I held off on getting a PS four when uh, Injustice two came out. But now that uh, uh, this uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is going to be out, probably pick up that and Injustice 2 for Injustice uh, 2 is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think? PS4? I've never done Xbox. Uh, I've never had one of the uh, the next the, the high
3: end Xbox uh, units. I have. Here's four. what I will say about that. If you know more people on that, you know you will want to game with on one platform or another, and you know you will be doing more of that type of gaming with others. Get that one if you think you're more single player and focused get the other one okay and, yeah, okay. and which has the games you. that you probably want so i i agree with you that's yeah. you, should, you should vote that way yeah like i have both but that's only cuz i'm silly like that and there's stuff on both platforms that i that i that i want to play and right. one, one platform, the platform that-, that are on one or the other right yeah, and I know more people on one platform that to to play certain games with. So some of those games I play with them, and then some of the more singular focused ones and whatnot that I play on. Like pretty much Xbox is pro- my, the one I play with other folks, and and uh, PS4 I play with. But I play with. I know there's some people on that, but they don't really. We don't are never around and don't really play that much of the same stuff. So that's like a Spider-Man game. That's gonna be great. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, it looks hot. Nice. Nice. But is that gonna be a Sony one? It is exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that may, that may
2: uh, tilt my, uh, my, uh, my choice there. So
3: Yeah, and it just is on both platforms, so you kind of you weigh out your options on that one. Yeah,
2: okay. All right, are you going to circle back to the
3: Jetsons one so we can wrap yep. up? All right. Last but not least in the news section, DC updates the Jetsons with new Hanna-Barbera comic series because, uh, you know, you can never have enough Hanna-Barbera stuff, I guess. that just, Wait, the Flintstones one ended, right? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it ended at twelve. Um, one still going on? Apocalypse is still going on, I believe, and Team Up is still going on, but that, the whole team that team up one is like a slightly different line, I guess, or something. I don't know how they how they work it out. Um, but I think Apocalypse is still going. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, so the, the Justice will have a six-issue miniseries written by Jimmy Power and sorry, and Pierre Brito with covers from Amanda Kano as you would expect. Um Look, if you don't know the story of the Jetsons by now, I don't know what the heck you've been. But, um, it's in the theme song, people. Listen to the theme song. That's their story. Yeah, so this is, yeah, is going to be a quote-unquote modern take on um, on the Jetsons, as you can see from the pictures.
0: Are they going to have that uh, weird blue creature with the with the spring legs that came on later seasons? Oh, no. I have no idea what he's talking about. So. I'm, yeah. I'm the Jetsons they had that weird bouncy thing. And it was like furry and Elway finally during, during a field trip, and they had to. Oh. room.
3: I remember who. You, I remember. Uh, I don't know. They don't say. And again, again, on the weird like, issues.
0: Yeah, you know, cutie
3: animal, pretty much. I Oliver, remember. It this. Yeah, I I remember that. That's the thing. Now they will probably allude to it, but it does not. Don't know. It doesn't okay. say here either. All right. So. Um, I guess oh wait. Talking. Apparently, it says here that. Um, <laughs> the search brought up to life a prominent character and dealt with the shocking revelation that Rosemary Jetson, George's dying mother, had her consciousness transferred to Ro- oh yeah, Rose. Rosie. The
2: robot. Oh man, That's <laughs> lame. That's
0: weird. That's lame. Think she, right. she wanted to continue helping uh, George because she was like a hapless guy, so she did that to stay with him or something. Goodness.
3: Yeah. All I gotta say is. Ah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> Was that her distress call? Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah that Was she was glitching out and something happened? That was yeah. I was watch she watch
2: depressed day. or something? Because
0: her robot boyfriend was She was, was
3: depressed. Oh, yes. In fact, I think her not. Well, it wasn't Uniblab. I can't remember who. No, uh, her boyfriend uh, was the was the um was the um uh, handyman's helper. Yeah, he was the handyman's helper, the helper yeah. robot. Um, whose name escapes me, but yeah, then they broke up and she was depressed. Shout out to Craig Mack. <laughs> he said Uniblab Just like Uniblab
2: <laughs> So um, as we reach the end of the news Before we get to uh, the sign off And our ad for the night Does anyone have anything yes. for the toy corner? Uh, I do not I've already unboxed what I got Because I'm um, going get out of the box So if you're good. looking for something I picked up the uh, Funko Pop version Of Lockjaw
3: Oh nice oh, okay so now I, like I can plushy like, better than the, than the than the um I do than too pop. I do too right. but I'll see t- I'll I'll
2: explain why I got this also one I do like the way it looks and two I can now pair it with the Kamala Khan so now oh, she no. has her great big Bizarro doggy so this is why I picked this particular pop up uh even though you know I don't I'm not the biggest fan of the the depiction of Lockjaw on this I like mm. the fact that I can pair them up now on the shelf yeah but now you have to get Medusa. No, 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 because I thought about getting the Black bowl and I was like, nah, you know what, I just I want to have the Lockjaw to go with uh, Miss Marvel.
3: Yeah, but Medusa gave Lockjaw, two. Uh, That's to okay. around, a- them out. It's okay. <laughs> and with that, um, we come to the close of this here, Comic Book right. Chronicles. Let me get this ad in, and we'll close it up. Uh Uh, today's podcast
2: is sponsored by my comic shop go to cspn.us then click on the keep our podcast free link at the top of the page from there click on the my comic shop banner and order from a vast selection of new releases back issues vintage classics graphic novels and more to be delivered right to your door why bother schlepping to the local comic book store when you can order your books online my comic shop through cspn.us
3: do it today and um, one last thing from the chat well, from one Matt Wang, who goes back on the Suicide Squad chatter from earlier. He says he misses the late 80s, early 90s Suicide Squad. That was the best run. You never know who would live or die.
0: Mm. Is that so, with Bruns, Tiger, and... Uh, what was on that your guess is... Uh, Bruns, Tiger, and Boomerang uh, and those guys, right?
3: Yeah, that's pretty much right. <laughs> that's... No, right. nothing? Mm-mm. So, and with that, we're going to close this out. Thank you to uh, my co-host tonight, uh, one the the very gone Tim Dog ninety eight. You can find him at that uh, Twitter address. You can also find him at the Click Nation and also at CB Cron on Twitter. You can also find him at the Click Nation uh, website, which is uh all of where the the Cumber Chronicles posts go and and all that good jazz. You can also find him writing pretty much for almost anybody and everybody nowadays. There point uh... Yeah. CBR. Nerdist, uh, CBR and whomever else. You know, no, no, Tim's everywhere. To so go, go, go click on his stuff. Go check him out. Agent underscore 70. Thank you, sir, um, for coming by. The sound effects man. But he does so much more. He's not just a sound effects man. Um, Agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram. Anything else you want to... Any sites you got coming up? No. Okay. Well, we need to get this at least do it, I don't know, maybe a toy out or something, although you're kind of doing all right on the screen. So go check him out, so you can go check to see his... Uh, on the gram! Toys that he gets. Yes, he's doing it for the gram, folks. Mr. Vine, hey, Drew, hey, thank you for oh. coming back. What's up? No, go ahead. What's he
0: got? Don't forget uh, his, his GoFundMe
3: for the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah! Oh, That's my God. Scary. If somebody has to stop it, uh, I'm going to trip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold
2: it. Yeah. Don't, don't don't listen. Don't hold it. Don't 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 think it's beyond that. Matt Wang ninety seven from starting. Yeah, this. He, <laughs> he would, he do would it. totally do it. Yeah, <laughs> academic purposes. Exactly. That's right. That's right.
3: Um, Mister Von Gloom, thank you for coming by, sir. You got anything you want to plug? I know you're doing uh some. You're you still doing your um your um articles for the Glick Nation? Your,
0: your yeah, pres- yeah, yeah. Like um, was it prescriptions from doc from Doctor Von Gloom or something yes. like that?
3: Yeah. Yes. So go check them out. Every, every, on um, they get tweeted out on the CB corner. Oh, like every Monday night, Monday around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Go check them out. It's good stuff. Did you got anything else you wanna plug? No, that's it. So that. All right. Cool. Thank you for, for for coming by. You know, you're always welcome here, sir. You know. Thank you guys um, for having me. Hey, it's always good times. And get uh, Agent see. Seventy a PS4. <laughs> 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 And, uh, also now here with us, um, PCN underscore dirt, who is enjoying his, uh, Nala. Goodness, probably getting drunk. We don't know. Um, <laughs> but you can check him out at PCN underscore dirt on Twitter. You can also check him out at pop culture net on Twitter. Also popculturenetwork.com dot where all of his uh, podcasts and, and goodness goes, go check him out. And also on the gram under gram comic reviews where he reviews comic books. If that did, if the name didn't explain itself already, um, Go check them out there and myself, right? cat, you can find me at right cat and uh, News There's Need on Twitter. You can also find me at CB Caps on Instagram, my comic book panel, comic book panel. Um, uh, gram, there's going to be a couple of good ones coming out in the next few hours, hopefully um i got my site back up but i'm not gonna plug it just yet because i haven't written too much on it right now i'm just trying to get it back up and running uh let's see cspn that is the place where this podcast and other fine podcasts are so go check them out at cspn.us also help us out uh by going to shop.cspn.us uh, you know help out the help out a you know a, a network trying to do some things uh also, I'm missing the fact that this podcast you can find on Google Play, iTunes, and pretty much other places where a podcast can be consumed. Go check us out there, and also on the information CSPN.us where we come live to you every Thursday night, 9-ish p.m., and uh, the audio comes out Friday morning, and also on Monday morning, um, where it's on the ClickNation.com. And with that fellow babies
2: shout out to matt Wang 97 who posted his favorite suicide squad uh
3: lineup on twitter just now oh nice so go, go real quick or no no i just I don't want to get ready to okay, just, yeah well go ahead matt, matt Wang 97 shout out to him go check out his twitter for you right at this point or if you've seen this later then sorry yeah <laughs> and with that folks this is the click nations combo chronicles and we are out Hey! Hey. Hey. Hey, hey,
0: hey, you hey! the Would you believe it's Doctor Doom? What's
2: on your evil mind?
3: Oh, you in my life as about this